There we go. There we go. Now we're back. Hey, anyway, we good now? We yes, ready? Yes. We are. Let's go. All right. So now my next question. All right. Now, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to word this in a way of it being too confusing, but I don't want to make it too easy for you. So now, tell me, what are there benefits to hiring a virtual assistant over hiring someone that's personal, someone who you know I can reach out and touch outside my office? So, yes, of course, there are advantages to hiring a virtual assistant. So there are cost advantages. Hiring a, a virtual assistant will allow you to be flexible with your cost, especially if let's just say if it's a project that a individual or a business is working on and it's not something considered long term. You don't have to um, allocate cost into hiring a, an employee and then as well as paying the the regular hourly salary uh, salary that you have to pay them and then have to worry about the the separation um, in terms of a virtual assistant we pretty much know what it is it's a is a partnership once again that mm -hmm. can be short term mm -hmm. or long term you can let me know what you need I complete that task once that task is complete then my job is done for that task until you ask me to do something else again so that that is definitely a large benefit um, in terms of hiring a virtual assistant compared to having a regular employee. Now, now, what are some of the services that your your company provides? We provide quite a, a few different services. So everything is administrative. So it can be in terms of complete co compiling documents, um, email management. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, say that again. No. So it's um it's book which is pretty much categorized finances within you know QuickBooks or whatever financial services okay. that okay. you um we also have the service of transcription so let's just say for you this podcast right now if you ever wanted to um, document each word and you know put it into a dictation oh almost like a, a transcribe service correct <laughs> yo listen I need to hire her right now. <laughs> So there are a variety of different services. It really depends on what the person needs. Um, okay. I have been, you know, hired for projects where someone may needed me to um, compile a, a presentation or some type of training. So that would be either PowerPoint or, you know, it can be Word documents. It can also be templates that are utilized. Um, once again, the templates could be uh, handouts. Um, it could be email management. Um, is there a variety of different services? And once again, every uh, business is different. There's also a research aspect. So a lot of companies, um, let's just say if they don't have the time, you know, they don't have the time yeah. to make phone calls. I am available for research services pretty much uh, once I complete whatever service that is, uh, you know, asked of me. Yeah. You always get in a detailed email of what was completed. You know, as well as any type of uh, meetings that are uh, completed within that research service. Okay. So everything is always documented with okay. what I do. So now, how to how do you prioritize your your client's workflow? Because you mentioned about email management, and I'm sure that can be overwhelming. It's all about organization. So no, none of what I do is overwhelming. Um, it really depends on the client. Once again, it depends okay. on the frequency. Some some tasks are ongoing and some are not. So it really depends on the assignments at hand that I have to complete based on the contracts that I have. Now, is, is your company 100 percent remote? I would say it's 
90 percent removed. So uh, the reason why I say 90 percent is because I do have some clients that are um, not in the state of Pennsylvania as I am um, located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So I do have some clients that are not in Pennsylvania as we do have a contract or within our contract. If there is a need for me to go to their state, we will arrange that um, depending on the need. Let's just say if they have some type of conference that they need for me to be the face of the business we will arrange that in advance but majority of the business or my task of what i complete is remote yes now is that extra for you to put your beautiful face <laughs> it is not extra, extra. <laughs> you giving you're not charging for that everything of what i do is charged yes however it's not extra so everything is based on 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 the contract so no i do not charge anyone extra we we do make arrangements in terms of travel and and stay so yes i want to know because maybe listen maybe you need to be charging extra you know or maybe i can come work for you so i can put my beautiful face on there i don't look at that ugly mug you don't say that about yourself (laughs) Listen, if you don't like, if you can't laugh at yourself, you know what I mean? You know, you know, way. So wait a minute. Now, let me ask. So now, do you, how do you structure your your contracts? Are they monthly or yearly? Um, So the contracts are the same for every, for every business or individual uh, is, I do not, I make it flexible for everyone. So everything is based on the hourly rate, based on what I do. There is no minimum. There is no maximum. So therefore, whatever I provide for you or whatever I complete is what you're billed for. You don't, you're not billed for anything extra. That makes it, you know, all flexible for everyone. So therefore you're not paying extra for anything that was not completed or you have to fill the need that I have to allocate or budget X amount of funds. So which makes it easy for, especially for people who are low on budgets. So now do you tailor your, your contracts or how do you tailor your contracts to, um, to fit your client needs? Or do you help them say, listen, you, this, you don't need to outsource or this, you should outsource. So it's a collaborative, uh, effort. It really depends on the strong suit that I could bring. Some clients have certain things under control, whereas some clients do not. So it really depends. However, the contract is just more so general in in nature to say, okay, I'm providing you this administrative supportive services. However, Mm -hmm. it's not stating that I'm providing you with just email management because the task can change. Yeah, The task can change. So for week one, I can be doing email management. For week two, I could be doing bookkeeping. So it really, it really Barry, so I don't limit myself or the client to say, okay, this is the only thing that I can do for you. It can okay. change. Okay. So let's just say I can have a client that's also a business that provides supportive services for other people, and I'm more so their third-party contract. Okay. So there are times where I have completed services for another business within my contracted business. Wow. Now, are, are your contracts yearly or are they monthly? Or... It's something that, that you discuss with your clients. Say, listen, you know, this should be yearly or, or you know, I can do this for you this amount of time. So we go based on a yearly, uh, a yearly basis contract and then we renew it. Um, however, once again, there is no minimum or maximum. It's okay. just more so a protection. The contract is a protection. Be- and the reason why is because there is some sensitive information that I am provided. Okay. Uh, there okay. are times where I'm provided bank account information. Uh, so security numbers, addresses. So the contract 
not only protects me, but it also protects the client to make sure that that information doesn't go anywhere outside of our partnership. Now, now, how, how, how do you keep your, your skills up to date? Because I'm sure, especially when in this technology age, things change all the time. Yes, they do. Are you constantly practicing? Yes, I am. So, <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, okay. I can say, you know, within the realm of human resources that I work within, that keeps me fresh on skills. Um, okay. Not only that is um, I'm constantly reading. Reading is always a big thing for me. So I learn a lot from reading. Um, and YouTube has always been a big thing. Uh, platform for me as they say youtube university is a lot of things that yes. you can learn yeah. um and the reason why i say that is because once again th there is no cookie cutter situation for each company um one company could have a need that i have never experienced before so i may need to look up some things or maybe may need to refresh uh myself in terms of how to complete a task for a specific client yes and listen i'm gonna tell you when i learned everything off you i've learned how to cook on from youtube <laughs> I learned how to do my daughter's hair from YouTube. Oh, I love. Well, you can learn a lot off of YouTube. Yes, you can. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I am YouTube educated. I be like, man, where you get your masters from? YouTube University. <laughs> well, no, I didn't get my masters from YouTube. <laughs> YouTube University, goddammit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want me to build you a car? I got you. Let me look it up real quick. <laughs> so now, what is the most important skill? that a virtual assistant must have? Oh, wow. That's an excellent question. So the most important okay. skill for a virtual assistant is organization. Organization mm -hmm. and, and communication are very, very uh, important skills for a, a virtual assistant. The reason why is because, once again, um, as a virtual assistant, the key is, I'm not as sure, uh, exactly sure of everyone else's goals. However, a goal is to assist not just one client, but multiple. So you have to be able to know how to um, keep things efficient, not only for your client, but also for yourself, making sure that there is no cross-referencing or cross-documentation with one client between another or, mm -hmm. you know, um, sending documentation for, for client A to client B. So um, organization is a very, very big thing. Um, and that's also in terms of time. You have to time management skills are very, very important. Yeah. Uh, time management is, is very important because a lot of companies, they have deadlines um, and you have to stick to that deadline. Your your word is, you know, a key when you tell a client, OK, I'm going to have this task completed for you by a specific time. That's what they expect. So I make sure that my time management skills are always on point. Okay. Um, I make sure that if I give you a deadline nine times out of 10, you're receiving the completed project before that deadline. Um, and then as well as communication, uh, communication is always a very, very big thing is because we all come from different cultures. There's a need to listen. There's a need to listen. <laughs> and that's a skill within itself. A lot of people don't know how to listen. Listen. Yeah, that's sure. Are you on how to listen sometimes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I say Los and Char in the building. I don't need you to say Char and Los. <laughs> when she come back, she's going to get me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. Listening is, is, is a very, very, very big factor um, when it comes to um, the virtual assistant business. Okay. okay. Um, because you have to understand and comprehend what the client needs. And in order to do that, a client can say, I want 
A, B, C, D. However, you have to be able to gauge what's most important. And okay. then within that communication, ask the, the important questions around the around the conversation. So I would definitely say those are the most important factors when it comes to being a virtualist. So now walk me through this whole process okay. of you landing your, a client or uh, a potential client. All my clients thus far have been referral based. Um, Word? Every everyone has been referral. Yeah, you based. must do a good job. Yes, I pride <laughs> myself on my. <laughs> so I'm very very meticulous with what I do. Okay. Um, I take pride in my work. I am a product of my work. So I don't just say, okay, I'm going to do a task for you and and halfway do it. I take pride in what I do because at the end of the day, I want you to be satisfied. And also my my biggest point is do something. If once I do it, I do it right the first time okay. instead of having okay. to, you know, do something over. So that's the, the main reason why I ask the questions during the communication is because if I don't quite understand, then that means I'm coming back to you multiple times, ask some questions or... I'm I'm editing things afterwards. Okay. okay. So if I'm editing, you know, tasks or documents multiple times, then that means I'm not doing my job. So now, now we it, we talked about the time management part, okay. and you mentioned about the time management. Now I know in my business, the daytime business, time management is critical. So how do you? prioritize your client's workflow do, do they tell you hey listen i want you to tackle this task first move on here or they give you the freedom you know to well i think this is important let me take care of this or now take care of this second third you know you know how, how do you how do you decide so i typically don't decide we communicate and we decide together and okay as client, you know, and customer. So, you know, that's the the great thing about the partnership. I'm flexible. Um, but I also want the client to understand the reason why they want a certain task done first. So during that communication, we can develop five or six or seven different tasks that they need done. However, we're going to also ask, does each tasks have a deadline okay so within those deadlines and we're looking at you know when the community actually when the communication happens or how involved is the task so it really depends and it's more so once again a communication piece what needs to be done H how involved is it um is this a reoccurring task that's okay. another big thing if it's something that's reoccurring so let's just say bookkeeping bookkeeping is a reoccurring task that's something that people need um, on a monthly basis, Th that's for businesses that don't wait until the November to do all their bookkeeping categorized. Damn, all of you, I think you're talking about me. Yeah, I mean, don't be, don't be shooting them shots at me because you're doing online no. as is. <laughs> no, so it's just, you know, some some people have to find ways, especially for new entrepreneurs or new businesses. Sometimes they have to understand things on their own as well and 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 come to a way of organizing themselves. Um, I can also offer sessions on organizing and they will take those. However, it really depends. So now have, have, have you ever been put in a situation where a client asks you to um, provide HR services and I'm talking about terminating one of their employees? Have you ever been put in that position yet? So HR services is um, a difficult piece when it comes to terminating an employee that's typically something that has to be done in person 
So no, in terms of onboarding employees, yes. Terminating someone, that is something that uh, the person would need to be in, you know, in person with the employee. And the reason why is because you have to make sure that whatever documentation or keys or access the employee return. Terminating employee or shall I say separating employee is not something that I handle. However, if it's something in terms of documentation wise that can be provided to the employee in terms of when they do separate them in person, yes, I can provide that documentation. However, that's pretty something that can be done virtually, you know, without any hindrance. Because I was looking to get rid of Shar. Some, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to slide some tips. We're not going to do that. You know that. I'm not going to do that. That's my bestie right there. So now, are there any, um, as far as, the, let's talk about work hours. Okay. Or or hours on the job. Do your clients tell you, hey, listen, I need you this particular hour, such and such here, such and such there, or do they, give again, give you the freedom, you know what I mean, to, to do what you need to do for them? Once again, uh, in terms of providing these administrative services, a lot of times because I don't provide telephonic support. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. where I'm I'm not answering telephones, it's not customer service. So there is not a requirement to uh, assist them certain hours of the day. OK, yeah. pretty much a lot of what I do is, you know, the freedom of my own time. Um, however, once again, you know. Once we have that deadline based on our communication, when they want the task complete is always complete. We uh, meet virtually either via Zoom or over the phone. We uh, provide updates. I provide updates regularly. And whenever the task is complete is either emailed or depending on the client, they may have uh, some type of cloud platform that the documentation can be placed to. Now, we talked about this before we cut the cameras on. What made you want to start this type of business? This seems this seems very stressful. It's not stressful. It's not? No, it's not stressful. Um, what made me start this business is, uh, is, as a virtual assistant is I have been providing administrative support, once again, uh, 20 years now at this point. Okay. However, as an independent contractor, however, it was just more so on a small scale. However, now that my children are older, as my youngest is 17, I have the freedom now to do me yeah so it's more so i wouldn't say do me actually reach my goals so these past 20 years has always been about helping my children reach their goals you know putting them through school you know helping them you know find themselves now that they're at that age where they don't necessarily need my hand holding any longer now it's pretty much my goal to you know uh, fulfill my business. This is something that I actually wanted to start um, officially. I want to say maybe about 16 years ago. However, because of, you know, the family home structure and mm-hmm. income, I just stuck with, you know, my full time employment. <laughs> now you're doing your thing. Yes, I you're am. doing your thug thizzle. So now, I mean, because and now I, I did some research on, um, Virtual assistant providers. Okay. And it seems like this is a booming industry, especially when COVID really hit. Now, a lot of people are working from home. Yes. You know, do you, in in your future, do you see yourself really 
really hitting that Fortune 500 industry? Well, for me, yes. That, that's a, that's another good question. So because of my goals and, you know, the foundation of what I am laying at this point, that is the goal to make sure that I succeed in a way where my employment is solely my entrepreneur. Yeah, okay. okay. And along with that entrepreneurship, it would become an incorporation and I will have, you know, employees underneath me as my support. Mm-hmm. So now do, do potential clients ask you for, you know, maybe do they want to know your, your background or they want to know, Hey, listen, are you good at writing or are you good at um, speaking engagements? You know, at, do they contract you for any type of speaking engagements or yeah, so typically uh, the initial consultation or conversation that I have with clients, it's a two-way conversation. Everything is always a two-way conversation, especially mm-hmm. with uh, being a virtual assistant. They want to know what I know. Okay. Uh, they want to know how I know it, how well I know it. Um, provide examples. You know, how well okay. do I speak? How well do I write? How well Am I organized when it comes to, you know, different tasks or documents or whatever the case may be? Every operation is different. Um, but yes, that is always a, a very detailed conversation or discussion that I have with um, my potential customers. So now, have you ever had any, I would say, bad customers? Someone say, oh, my God, why did I take this contract? So, no, I do not consider anyone a bad customer. Um, No. (laughs) Customer's always right. (laughs) So it's it's always about an understanding um, on both on both aspects, because you have to remember, I'm culturally coming from one aspect of the state. And as a virtual assistant, I can be meeting someone from another state. So sometimes that can, you know, shall I say, uh, I wouldn't say be a hindrance, but can let's say difficult. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a little difficult at times. Yes, because I, I I don't want to speak negatively um, regarding any client because all my clients are excellent. However, it's more so an understanding piece. Okay. Okay. Well, when you first meet someone; the way they speak can be different from the way I speak, and vice versa. So, with that being said, there is some time in between the conversations where you have to actually learn the customers, the client in order for you to understand I can, for, for one specific verb, I can be, I can mean one thing and they can mean something else. So it does take some time um, to get to learn each other. However, the clients have to understand and be patient with that as well. And sometimes I don't get that. I'm always patient on my end, but the clients, they just want what they want. But they have to understand I have to not only learn them, I have to learn your business. I, it's, you can't help someone or help someone's business become efficient if you don't know what they're doing. Yes. That's very, very important. You have to know what they're doing, what their, what their end goal is um, in, in order to help them the best way possible. Now, have, have any of your clients ever asked you to do something outside of the contract? Like, okay, you're trying to pull a fast one. you you're trying to get me to do some extra work that you ain't paying for. So once again, or the, do you just the say, contracts hey, no, are general. So uh, the okay. contracts is 
it doesn't list specifically that I am doing email management or completing email management services. The mm, contract okay. comprised in a way where it has my company name, their company name, when the contract starts, how long it's for, and pretty much any type of legal terminology to not only protect them, but protect me. Okay. Okay. So, no, I have not asked anyone to have anyone ask me to do anything illegal of any nature. So if I, if I got to move 18 keys and oh, I need God. you to make some phone calls to some uh, Mexican traffickers, which <laughs> and I outsource your business, but I'm paying you some good money. I'm not <laughs> going to jail for it. <laughs> I love this woman right here. She's like, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it under an alias. She's like, how you doing? My name is C. I'm making a phone call for this show on podcast. My employer got 18 keys to move. No, no, no. This <laughs> your podcast. All right. So wait. So now, now let me ask you this. Okay. I know since COVID really hit, it seems that we have like a had a boom in our black women starting their own business. Did you did, did you start your business because because of COVID or again you was like you know what. I'm kicking this off the ground regardless. It's a combination of things. Partly, yes, because of COVID. However, the other portion is because I had an injury. I did have another business where I was providing cleaning services um, to businesses as well as residential customers in the city of Philadelphia, pretty much to Mm. tri-state area, uh, Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey. However, since having that injury, it changed things a little bit. You want to talk about that injury? (laughs) You want to you want to break it down? I know about it. You want to break it down because I'm sure I'm sure somebody want to know like, well, why do you stop? Because you know, cleaning business is lucrative. Why do you stop yes, cleaning to yes. do virtual assistance? So um, you want to tell us why? Yes, cleaning cleaning was my life to an extent. Um, I have and I still clean my home. However, I I don't do it on a professional (laughs) level. I'm very meticulous, you know, in a lot of things that I do. However, because of the injury, yes, I I did have to pretty much um, limit, put a limitation on the cleaning, which kind of sort of allowed me to, that time allowed me to actually like sit back and reflect on what I wanted to do more so with the administrative support services that I was providing. Because once again, since I've been doing it for a while, more so on a smaller scale. So now that I'm not doing the cleaning services any longer, I've increased administrative support. Wow. Well, listen, anybody don't want to know she stopped doing the cleaning business because she had to put a foot up someone's ass <laughs> and she couldn't get it out. And it wound up breaking her ankle. <laughs> See, but she won't tell you, but I'll tell you. I mean, you know how we do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a shit starter. <laughs> you know, I love triggering people. You know what I mean, the way so now now we, we talked about skills. Okay. What is the number one skill that a virtual assistant must have? Okay, so um if we if we're gonna narrow it to the number one skill yes. as a virtual assistant, I would say communication. Communication has to communication has to be it. And the reason why is because along with communication comes comprehension. Yes. Yes. So with all that together, you can complete or take on any task as long as you comprehend what the person needs. And let's just say if you don't know how to complete the task, if you can comprehend to research something, then you can complete it afterwards. 
So you don't have to actually know everything. No one is perfect. So you're not going to know everything. And it's okay to let your, your client know, I haven't done that in a while, or maybe I've never done that before. Yeah. And there are platforms that are different across the various states. So of course, there's going to be something that you're not going to know. Um, so with that said, communication slash competition is definitely the number one skill. Now, I'm asking some of these questions because, you know, I, I need a virtual assistant. You know, I'm not joking this time for real. <laughs> for real, because I can hammer it on my social media. Hammer. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, because you know, I like to trigger people. <laughs> but I, I hate reading the comments, but I do, I do love engaging, but I hate okay. reading the comments, especially when someone be talking about me. I'm like, oh, oh you man. little black. So do, do you handle uh, 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 social media work as well? Or is just office administration? So far, it has just has been office administration. And the reason why is because social media is uh, a beast of its own, yeah. especially now. Social media is more than just reading comments, especially now. Social media has a lot to do with content. Mm -hmm. Content means creating infographics, uh, creating different types of catchy messages, catchy pictures, images. Social media is not just Instagram. Social media is so many different platforms in one. I'm going to try to get the people engaged. Correct. So therefore, there are a lot of times people who that are in, let's say, advertising in social media, web development. They will more so do uh, a virtual assistant. There are virtual assistants that specify that that specifically handle social media accounts okay. okay so i have not had any tasks dealing with social media oh. would you sometime in the future expand your business to social sure. media or so i'm i'm never going to limit myself um that is one thing that i'm not going to do is limit myself um however when a client contacts me regarding a task yeah. i'll listen to whatever that they need um we'll look at it together see what needs to be done and go from there Mm -mm. So where do you see your company in the next five years? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, in the next five years, definitely do not see myself in, in the city of Philadelphia. What? So please do not tell me you're going to move to Atlanta. <laughs> which is why being a virtual assistant is, is, is such an advantage because I can complete the task from wherever I go. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, I do see myself have been expanded um, to where I would have employees underneath me. So to where I'm at the point where I can have other virtual assistants assisting me with my portfolio of clients. You know, when you make that money, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm working for you. <laughs> I'm working for you. You know what I mean? This, this YouTube stuff. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> so now where can we find you at? And, and, and it will be in the description. If you ever need a virtual assistant. So um, I am not uh, technically active on social media. However, I do have an Insta uh, Instagram page. However, if anyone does uh, need any type of assistance, administrative support, um, I do have a website. The website is http colon forward slash forward slash on the spot enterprises dot net. Uh, we can also be emailed at info at on the spot enterprises dot net um that is always the best means to contact and what no no phone number so the or they just want to go you just want to send them directly to the the, the website correct okay okay All so right. the website does have the phone number however because it's virtual a lot of times i am not always available to answer yeah 
However, we do have uh, support that can that does answer uh, the phone lines. So, however, the email is always the best means of contact. All right. Now, she'll answer my phone calls because y'all know I'll be stalking. T, where you at? <laughs> Pick up the phone. Park spot in front of the door, T. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'll walk, all, I'll walk three blocks. I don't uh, care. You do not have to put my business out there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, put it, I'll blast you. You know, I'll put it out there. That's so, look, like what we ask of all our guests okay. is we definitely ask you to come back. Okay. But we want you to come back to host one of the shows. Okay. One of the reaction shows. You going to do that? Okay. Sure, I can come back. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Wait, let me get my clap real quick, y'all. Let me get my clap real quick. So, you'll hear that. So, she'll definitely, she's going to be back as one of the guest hosts. Okay. You know, I mean, hey, listen, anything you want to say before... I mean, we uh, close the show, you know. You sure. Can. I just want to say um, thank you again. Some shout outs. Get some shout outs. Thank you again for inviting me. Oh, um, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, any specific shout outs? I don't want to say any names, but pretty much thank you to everyone that supports me. Um, clients, friends, and everyone that is, you know, within my circle. Yeah. I appreciate all of you. I appreciate everyone who has uh, helped me along this journey, giving me the advice that I need at times and just sometimes just listening to me. Sometimes it's always just helps to just listen. Yes. And you got some very good listening skills. <laughs> I might have beat your ear up every now and then. So listen, Miss Harris on the spot enterprises. Thank you for coming. Thank you. So sharing much. sharing your knowledge about being uh, owning a virtual assistant company. You know what I mean? So when you become rich and wealthy, you know what I mean? I Come clean your house. I yeah. don't think that's going to happen. My house stays uh, very clean. <laughs> well, listen, maybe I'll you know, bring some bring some dirt in and push it back out. <laughs> I mean, thank you for joining this, y'all. This joint podcast. Yeah, listen, we want to say bye. We out. Deuces. Well, you want to take us home? You want to, you know, take us home? Sure. You got to say deuces. Okay. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. Bye.